Welcome to episode 11 of Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor with Sten Morgan, where we help financial professionals like you recognize and reach your potential faster. This episode will sound different because we recorded it at our live event in Nashville in January of 2022. The topic, though, is familiar. Sten and I discuss the role of community in the life of an advisor. Are the people you work with helping you succeed or holding you back? What makes a great community? What should be required of people in a healthy community? Should you pay for a community or should it be free? And are leads groups like BNI worth it? We'll answer those questions and more in today's episode. And remember to get access to the links we mentioned in today's episode, just go to stenmorgan.com slash 11. Here's our conversation from our January event. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the role of community for an advisor. And because this is audio, um, we the listeners can't see that we're in a room with 30-some other amazing individuals at our first Elite Advisor Network uh, community event. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, as a kid, you go to summer camp, right? But I don't think there's a, a summer camp for advisors. So we, we made one. Uh, but you have grown a lot as an advisor because you're willing to put yourself in communities. And so we're going to talk about um, the problem, why the industry doesn't really foster community, and then some solutions. So the first uh, problem you've mentioned to me about community as an advisor is sometimes that the only community that advisors have is literally just who they office with. And so they, they, the proximity doesn't always equal wisdom. So could you maybe share a story or just tell us more about that issue of so we, we become who we're closest to, and we'll talk about the solutions later. Yeah. I think for me, when I look back at my career, there was like a lot of industry lies I bought into, and it wasn't intentional. You know, it was just kind of what the industry believed. And when I started at a, at a large firm, it was, hey, just who's around you? Try to find the person that's producing the most, and someday you try to be like them. And to me, that's that was the best person. That was the only person I had had experience around. And I was shooting for that until I started looking outside of that specific firm. And I realized people were doing even greater things, but firms do not have the tendency of promoting going outside and learning from other places. I don't know if it's the fear that you're going to leave for, you know, the greener grass. Yeah. But the, I learned the hard way. I was part of an investment firm and just tried to copy whoever the most successful person was, or I was part right. of an insurance agency and tried to copy the best person there until I broke out of that and realized, you know, there's a whole different level of success that I want to pursue. And so for me, the idea that like proximity is not the key driver, right. I had to break out of that in order to find, you know, to accelerate my path. And and that goes into our second part of the problem is that you get siloed perspectives, meaning that there, there, are, there are companies that believe our way is the best way and the only way. And we don't want to talk about the other ways because that's the enemy. Those are, that's our competition. What, what would we possibly learn from them? Which to me is sort of just a cultural and a mindset problem. I don't know if there's a lot to speak to about that. But when it comes to isolation, um, I, I've, uh, I've always been amazed that there's so many advisors who essentially do the exact same thing and yet are completely isolated. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's staggering to me. Why does this industry bend towards a feeling of isolation versus a feeling of like, yeah, there's so many people just like me and we're all a big, happy community. Why, why are advisors isolated? I think, well, I mean, what's fascinating is isolation is literally like a form of torture. Like people will use isolation to break you down. 
and I, I think it's the entrepreneur spirit. I think it's the competitive spirit. I think it's, I'm going to hold on to my great ideas, the scarcity mentality of mm-hmm. like, I don't want other advisors to know this stuff. Cause if I share it, they're going to take my clients. So once you can break out of that and realize, and for me, it was a mindset shift of saying like, I'm okay accepting feedback, which means I'm going to go ask people if I'm doing a good job and I'm willing to change and get better. And accepting that like, I will get better faster if I have these other inputs. Yeah. And so an island is not a good place to be in our business. Like being uncomfortable is okay. Yeah. Other people are doing it better than you. Don't try to recreate the wheel. And so as I start internalizing those things, that's when, you know, the hockey stick of growth happened for me. So the opportunity that's out there when you're in community, and we'll touch on a few of these as we're sitting in a room of people that we're in community with, is first of all, the the potential knowledge you took them through an exercise about 15 minutes ago about there's a larger circle and that's all the information you could ever know in the whole industry. And then you, know, you had them draw, what, how much of that do you know? And it was a very small circle. And I've also heard the analogy or metaphor of it's, it's like if, you, if we all look at the sun right now, we could look at the sun and go, oh, cool sun. But like as you get closer to the sun, it gets real scary, right? It's not so tamed anymore. And so when you look at industry, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, there's the industry. But as you get closer and you get more nuanced and you, you learn more, you realize, man, I, I have a lot to learn. You know? yeah. So that's, the opportunity is there's a lot of potential knowledge out there. And thanks to great industry leaders and podcasts and, 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 and resources like the Elite Advisor Network, there's, there's places to get those. Um, I do think that the, and we talked about in the room here with everybody, that the, the more successful you get and the more you know, the, big, the smaller your circle gets. And I think there's a direct connection to the smaller your circle gets on what you think you know. Mm-hmm. The, there's a direct connection to the desire you have to learn more mm-hmm. because humility is attached to that. The bigger your circle is, you have a pride issue. And as the smaller that circle gets, your humility goes up. And therefore, you're willing to learn faster. Right. So there's two parts of opportunities to learn. One is IQ, sort of just the intellectual, the, the, the tactical. And then the other is EQ. Um, which one do you feel like you're, you're better at? And, and what are you doing to grow in the other areas? Is it what my team would say I'm good at or what? I'm uh, I mean, your team is in the room. <laughs> yes, so uh, good luck. EQ is my weakness for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, so what do you do to get better at the emotional intelligence um, I mean, the practical thing is like, I have a counselor, you know, mental health is huge. It's like, yeah. Hey, physical health is great. Business things are great. I'm reading books all the time. Right. To kind of say, I'm going to lean into that and, and recognize that weakness yeah. and push into it is big. Yeah. Um, I think IQ is I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Cause I think it's fascinating if it's like, man, I just don't know if I'm, I don't know enough about tax strategies. And you're like, I'm going to go to a tax strategy event. People are like, well, that's smart. And we ask people about emotions, and you're like, I'm going to go to a counselor. And they're like, whoa, dude's got issues. Like, that's what counselors are for, you know? Like, no one breaks their leg, and you're like, why are you going to a doctor? It's like, because they fix legs, right? So uh, I, I appreciate, and I think part of this is you have to know that EQ is sometimes even more important than IQ in this business. But you have to know your weakness and then work towards making it better. So the opportunity of improving your IQ or your EQ, your IQ is to get around people that are more experienced. And there are, that doesn't mean years. That just means that they're, they're better at that strategy uh, or that knowledge. And the EQ is those who can understand you and then can help you grow, right? Yeah. And I would argue that if you are a client-facing advisor that's consulting and leading them through their financial life, the EQ coaching curiosity in their process is what your superpower needs to be because the, the facts are out there. Yeah. You could find somebody to do that. And if you are an advisor that's like, I want to interact with clients and lead them, and I'm just reading a bunch of tax books and getting a bunch of certifications, and that's all I think about, I think you're going to fall short of your potential because it's really about connection and leading them. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. 
So the solutions um, for the, the issues that we talked about are what can folks do if they're within a company, they're not sitting in an office alone all day, or if they are, how, how can they within their own larger company or within their own company, if they run their own, how can they find community there? What do they need to do? Uh, be more vulnerable, set time away? I mean, what, what can you do within your own circle that you're in with right now to create more community? I think it can start small and that's just intentionality. I've been at some big firms where like a study group pops up. Right. If you think that you're just kind of by osmosis, just being around people and that's usually doesn't go in a good direction. You start creating a story in your mind about why they're successful, why you're not achieving what they are. Like it needs to be intentional community. Mm -hmm. And I do believe I've seen that done well within firms. If a meeting schedule, there's some agenda, there's some accountability, but more often than not on a firm level, I don't see it being done very well. Okay. Uh, some other solutions to being in a community, there's outside groups like C12. Um, I know there's other leadership groups, but why specifically do you spend money every month, every year mm-hmm. to get training uh, about leadership, about business from a non-financial services focused coaching group like a C12? It's easy to get it just inundated with industry stuff all the time. And you kind of just put yourself on that island. When I get around 12 business owners that are in unrelated businesses, and we're all talking about issues that are outside of just the financial, like the markets, and we're talking about employees, we're talking about just issues in our community. That's really important for me. And a lot of what we lean into that is, you know, faith, leadership. I don't need another place to talk about, you know, prospecting or client strategies. I get enough of that. I needed something to complement that. And I had to go out and find a different group that meets out of the office for a yeah. whole day each month that we read one book a month for. It's very intentional. All right. So I don't want, I don't want to make people mad, but I also do want to make people mad because it's, it's fun. Uh, but what would you tell someone? And I, you always have a, you, your, your answers usually surprise me when I ask you this kind of stuff. But what would you tell someone if they're in a, because we're talking about solutions to being in a community. What would you tell someone that's in like a leads group? Right now, they show up, they spend a half hour to drive there. They're there for an hour, an hour and a half. And it's every week. Did you give me your names? Give me names. Like, is that useful at all? Is that a good use of time? Should they take, you know, just cut their losses and go find, make something else? What would you tell someone that's in that situation? I I just know that that that's a very common way of going, oh, yeah, I've got community. I show up every week and give people names. Yeah, I want to be careful with my response because I think there's what my gut is to it now at this point in my career. But I, I did that stuff early on. Yeah. And it created activity that I needed. It put me in front of people. I needed yeah. to kind of stretch myself. But for me, as far as like change, like meaningful change, yeah. going to a meeting with a couple leads and, and swapping them out and having a – like to me, it didn't impact me the way I needed it to. But it was activity. Yeah. So short of nothing, do something. Right, right, Be right. around people, create relationships, be intentional. Yeah. But awareness is big. We talk about that a lot. And, and it's like, if you're listening, like be aware that there's stuff that's way more intentional than that and impactful personally and f- try to find those things. Just yeah. know they exist. Yeah. And I think that the challenge of, it can feel like activity, and, and but activity is not always, I mean, you've got, you know, my kids have hamsters, you know, the hamster wheel, you don't want to be on it, right? Sure. And that's sort of kind of what it can feel like. And the other thing you're really good at is saying, hey, that's fine. Try it, but then measure it. And if you've gone to it for six months and you can't point to any business or any leads, mm-hmm. hey, it's been fun, <laughs> right? Sure. Uh, you know, cut the tie, you know, yeah. but, but don't just run from it because it's difficult. Um, but the other challenge I've seen in groups like that, and this, this is, you know, speaking of like a COI network, like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have someone as 
you know, your go-to person unless they were good at what they did. And I think one of the challenges of being a part of a leads group is there's no guarantee that person is really good at what they do. It's true. And so that's why I always struggled. It's like, you know, I could, I could tell you some people that you could maybe paint their house, but like, are you a good painter? Right? How's your crew? And so I think it's important that when you look at solutions that, that they're improving you internally, um, but also you can measure them. Yeah. Right. And there should be a barrier to entry in any community. If it's, hey, beyond like, do you have a credit card? That's right. Because I want to know if I was a community member and I am that like yeah. this person meets certain qualifications Absolutely. as an interview, that it's not just an open door. Yeah. So I would challenge anybody listening that like if you were in community and we we're challenging the effectiveness of that community, there's probably something happening in you right now that's like, I want to reject this feedback. Yeah. But that's okay. Like take hard feedback because if it's as good as you think it is, like it will come out the other end and still be there. I think the fear people have is that they, they, they wonder that there's something in me that I know this isn't as effective as it needs to be, mm-hmm. but the, the thought of changing it yeah. and doing something again, getting in another room of people and telling my story, like that's hard. Yeah. And so that's what I would challenge people listening to this is like lean into it enough because there's probably a high probability you need to change something. Yeah. It's that sunk cost thing. Like oh, I've been in so long and I know them and they liked me and I liked them, but like you are allowed to quit those groups just so you know, you know? or add another one. I mean, if yeah, you, you really create. can't get over that, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. 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 Or join a different one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about our favorite solution for a community, which is the Elite Advisor Network. That's where you're supposed to clap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, no. There, there you go. Yeah. We need an applause sign. We need an applause sign. No. Uh, but the Elite Advisor Network um, was, why, why did you start it? You didn't have to start it. I'm glad you did, by the way. Because yeah. uh, well, I didn't have community and I couldn't find it. Um, in the way that I, I felt like was going to be most impactful for my business. I had kind of a C12 kind of emotional, spiritual component to it, but it's like, I want to get around studs, you know, people that want to grow, want to do something different that are going to challenge me. And, you know, sometimes great things happen where you're like, I can't see it. So I'm just going to start it. Right. And starting it is really just welcoming people into something. But what makes a good community is the people that are part of it. There's nothing you or I could do that all of a sudden makes this super successful. Like it is, it is the people that are in it. Right. And that's where, you know, you have to vet every person and, and it's not easy to get into and, you know, there's a cost to it. And, and all, I think all of those are components of a good community. Yeah. So I'm going to give us permission to talk about the network some um, because I really do think that it is a great solution. And I personally have for the last 13 years of my life run some form of community. And what I have seen and if your community, if you can hear my voice, if your community doesn't require these two things, then you, then it's not it's not reaching its its potential. And every community member should be required to bring knowledge. Meaning, you're not allowed to just show up and take notes. You have to have something to add to the conversation. Not all the time, but a lot of the time, you have to have knowledge. Uh, and the other is you have to bring your needs. You have to be willing to say, "I need help," mm-hmm. because the problem is if everybody comes with knowledge then no one's actually learning because it's just a, it's like a bunch of professors standing around, you know, like, yeah, you're all smart. Congratulations. Right. And if everyone's coming with needs and I I don't make this analogy lightly, but it's like going to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting with no one sober. Like you need people who are able to lead you down the path, but you have to come and say, I have needs and now I have knowledge. But when you get people that bring both, Mm -hmm. they're humble enough to say, I need some help, but also, confident enough to say i can help some people it's an amazing dynamic it's amazing and and nowhere did you hear me say anything about you have to have this superhero person that everyone looks to for all the answers because while you've done great things then 
it's it's ridiculous to think that everyone's going to come and just learn everything they know from one person. Like that's just not a healthy. That's not a community. That's like idol worship. You know what I mean? Um, so we want to invite you if you're listening, and you're interested in Lead Advisor Network. Go to eadvisornetwork.com, uh, and you can go through there. And I will reach out to you personally um, to to respond should you apply. But we want people who are willing to bring their needs and knowledge. I'm going to let you wrap up and give you the final word about what about our community have you learned about in the last few days of us being together in person for the first time? Uh, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, I think it's an engaging group. If you get the right people in a room, it should just work. Yeah. And I think, you know, not a lot of awkward silences. It's just like this works because it's the right people. And I think our commitment to members is this is really practical. Like I want to get where I want to be, not in 10 years, but in three. Yeah. And I think there's motivational communities. There's where you can just talk about big ideas. And it's like, hey, good luck. Go do it. But it's like, oh, no, let's, let's take that thought you have and actually break it down. And like, what's the actionable piece behind it? Yeah. So I think that's our, that's our focus and that's our commitment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. So what about you? Do you have a community that is helping you grow to reach your potential? If the answer is no, then our community can help. Learn more about Elite Advisor Network at eadvisornetwork.com and learn about our community for support staff like admins and paraplanners by visiting theleveluppcommunity.com. That's theleveluppcommunity.com. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Come on.